0: This program has been pre-recorded for airing at this time. Please hold all phone calls. Are you between a rock and a hard place? more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we're on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you're local and like to join in on our discussion today... Have a prayer request, a praise report, or a simple comment. We'd love to hear from you. Or if you're a first-time listener, we really would love to hear from you. That number is 702-650-5588. I say again, 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we have a toll-free number for you to join in on our discussion today. And that would be 800-366-8883. Again, 800-366-8883. We are being streamed live from KKVV's website and their web address is www.kkvv.com. Hello and God bless. I just waved to you. We're also being streamed live from Save the Lost at All Costs' web address and our website is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, we encourage you to visit our website. That's where we archive them all. Look for the weekly archive, uh, link and just click onto it and guess what? You'll be able to listen. Our web address is www.savethelostlv.org. We have a lot of wonderful resources up there for you. The majority of them are free and at no charge. Please hang out on the website, check them out and we encourage you to tell someone else about it. If you have a Apple device, then we are being archived on iTunes. And the gospel is free on our website, and it's also free on our iTunes. Okay, so check it out. If you have a cell phone, and most of us do, I'd like you to take down this number. You can listen to KKVV anytime you like. You can listen to Save the Lost at all costs right now. KKVV is on the AM dial, which is 1060 AM, and it's on the FM dial, which is 100.1. Now, the number, lock it in, make it one of your cell phone contacts, is 605-313-0630. Again, that number is 605-313-0630, and it only works in the United States. So, we're going to open up a series (coughs) And um, we are going to talk about false prophets. So we're going to go into a series. And our first one we're going to talk about is false prophets. So we're going to go to Jeremiah. And we're going to look at chapter 14. And we're going to look at the first 16 verses. And this is pretty interesting because it has to deal with droughts. Now a lot has been happening in our weather uh, in the United States and this globally. So, you know, uh, prepare your hearts and minds to what the word has to say. God is speaking to you. So uh, let's uh, put everything under submission and let's be obedient to the word of God. So let's listen. So I'm in the New King James Version. I am in Jeremiah chapter 14, and again, I'm going to read the first 16 verses. And the word of God says this. Verse 1, the word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah concerning droughts. Verse 2, Judah mourns, and her gates languish. They mourn for the land, and they cry of Jerusalem has gone up. Three, their nobles have sent their lads for water. They went to the cisterns and found no water. They returned with their vessels empty. They were ashamed and confounded and covered their heads. Four, because the ground is parched, but there was no rain in the land. The plowmen were ashamed. They covered their heads. Five, yes, the deer also gave birth in the field, but left because there was no grass. Six, and the wild donkeys stood in the desolate heights. They sniffed at the wind like jackals. Their eyes failed because there was no grass. Seven, O Lord, though our iniquities testify against us, do it for your name's sake, for our backslidings are many. We have sinned against you. eight. O oh, the hope of Israel, his savior in time of trouble. Why should you be like a stranger in the land and like a traveler who turns aside to tarry for a night? Nine, why should you be like a man astonished? like a mighty one who cannot save. Yet you, O Lord, are in our midst, and we are called by your name. Do not leave us. 10. Thus says the Lord to this people. Thus they have loved to wander. They have no restraint, their feet. Therefore the Lord does not accept them. He will remember their iniquity now. And punish their sins. 11. Then the Lord said to me, Do not pray for this people, for their good. 12. When they fast, I will not hear their cry. And when they offer burnt offerings and grain offering, I will not accept them, but I will consume them by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. 13. Then I said, Ah, Lord God! Behold, the prophets say to them, you shall not see the sword, nor shall you have famine, but I will give you assured peace in this place. 14. And the Lord said to me, the prophets prophesy lies in my name. I have not sent them. Commanded them, nor spoken to them. They prophesied to you a false vision, divination, a worthless thing, and the deceit of their heart. Fifteen, therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the prophets who prophesy in my name, whom I did not send, and who say, Sword and famine shall not be in this land. By sword and famine, those prophets shall be consumed. Sixteen, And the people to whom they prophesy shall be cast out in the streets of Jerusalem because of the famine and the sword. They will have no one to bury them, them, nor their wives, their sons, nor their daughters. For I will pour their wickedness on them. I tell you, God... Is not plain when it comes to false prophets. We do have a prayer request, so I want to make sure we get to the prayer request. Uh, It came in earlier, and then we'll get back to the lesson of false prophets. There's a gentleman by the name of Carlson, and Carlson, uh, to my knowledge, has gone to Mountain View Hospital, and uh, he's had another uh, possible medical episode. We're not quite sure of the nature, but uh, Carlson is in need of prayer. I'm asking the listeners that you will keep him in prayer that the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the one who heals, the one who saves will touch him right now and keep him in his heart and protected in safety and that heal him. Lord, please heal him. We thank the person who Got the message to us, and we're asking all this naturally in the name of Jesus. And we appreciate them that you know God moved on their heart, the Holy Spirit moved on them, and they thought enough to call us here at KKVV uh, 1060 a.m. and 100.1 FM to ask for prayer for Carlson. So please, please, that's C A R S O N, and he's in Mountain View. And he's had another uh, medical episode and we definitely want to keep him lifted in prayer. Those who are assigned to care for him lifted in prayer, his family and his friends, and to trust that God is hearing their prayers and that we are in agreement with God concerning Carlson. So God bless you and thank you. And again, we ask all this in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, mighty name. Amen. So we were talking about. False prophets and we looked at Judah excuse me, we looked at Jeremiah and uh it's happening, you know, uh where Judah's mourning, so uh that's where that came from. And it started in chapter fourteen and we read the first sixteen verses. Uh this is extraordinary and we're looking at, you know, droughts right here. This is what's going on. There's a drought and uh the the people here are not associating the drought with uh, the false prophets who are preaching something that God did not tell them to preach. Matter of fact, he never even called them. Imagine that, men and women of God, that there are people in our midst who are listening to false prophets preach against what God is saying they want to tell you what you want to hear they're collecting a lot of money men and women of God they are making sure that they are lining their pockets that their branding is going forth that their books and seminars and everything that they want to happen on their behalf they're making sure that they're covered but guess who they're preaching to falsely is to God's people but see these people that God is referring to here. If you look at. Let's go to. Uh, I, want, I need you to see this. So. Let's go to verse 10. And I want to read that again. And let's break it down. We, we will start. You know from the top. I'm sure. But let's look at verse 10. This is something that's a qualifier. It says, thus says the Lord to this people. Do you see how he said this people? He didn't say my people. He said this people. Now let's look at the characteristics that he said of this people. He said, they have loved to wander. You hear that? Love to wander. Wander wander where? Wander away from him. They love it. Okay? They have no restraint. They have not restrained their feet. Look at that. They have not restrained their feet. They freely move away from God. They want to go and listen to these people who have not been sent by God. There's nothing that will strain them. They don't even think about praying to God, consulting God, you know, listening to what he has to say, understanding and following his commandments. No, they're on to the next hot thing, okay? Okay. And then what he says, therefore the Lord does not accept them. Do you see this? He calls them a this people, and then he says he does not accept them. He will remember their iniquity. He said, when? Now. In a season called now, he will remember their iniquity. And then he says, and punish their sins. Oh, Lord, woe unto these people. Can you imagine? Right here, right now, there are people. Who want to name drop God's name? They want to name drop our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's name. They want to name drop that they are following the Holy Spirit. Name dropping people. That's it. And they want to know what's going on, why there's a drought in their midst. And see, they don't connect it with the messenger. The false prophet who's bringing false messages that God never sent at all. You think because somebody says that they were sent by God, that they were sent by God, there's tests for that. We have to put them to the test. You know, the word of God has been revealed to us from Genesis to Revelation. You can test anything that they're saying. So we have a responsibility to meditate on the word day and night. We have a responsibility to question that, that we know is heretic. It's heresy. It's not of God. You think because a man or woman presents it in a certain type of environment that it's gospel, it's truth, it's righteousness? No. You know, God has a standard for holiness, He says that he is holy, therefore we should be holy. And, you know, when people are not going by the word, not preaching the word, not teaching the word, not living the word, there's a problem, people. So let's look at verse 14. I mean, Jeremiah 14 and verse 14. You have got to see this right here. I'm going to go over it again. And the word of God says this, and the Lord said to me, now that me person is Jeremiah, (laughs) who is the prophet that God has sent. You know, so there are those that God has selected, has chosen, and then there are those that he hasn't. Make no mistake, there are two different kinds, okay? So let's get to it. Verse 14, the word of God says this, and the Lord said to me, The prophets prophesy lies in my name. I have not sent them, commanded them, nor spoken to them. They prophesy to you a false vision, divination, a worthless thing, and the deceit of their heart. Wow. God calls it what it is, straight up. He says, they prophesy lies. In my name. Lies are devoid of truth. They do not have the truth. And what truth should we be looking for? The truth that is the standard of the word of God. What other truth is there that you're looking for? You know, the word of God is not politics. It's not looking to be elected. It doesn't have to rely on donations. It doesn't have to have a platform. There's no voting on this, men and women of God. It is what we stand for. It is what we operate for. When we say that we are believers, when we say we have a relationship, you don't question the command. You execute the command. The Lord is the Lord of Lords. He's the King of Kings. That's who Jesus Christ is. He died for us. Amen. For all our sins, not some of our sins. What is, what are we questioning here? What is to be questioned? God is not uh, having to debate people. It's not debatable. He says right here, the prophets prophesized lies in my name. They're not his prophets. Get this in your system. Get this in your mind. Get this in your heart and get this in your soul. Understand it. 2019... April the 14th, there are prophets who are not sent by God in our midst, and they lie in his name. Furthermore, he says, I have not sent them. Has not sent them, number one. Has not commanded them, number two. Nor has he spoke to them, number three. And they prophesize to you a false vision. Number four. Says divination, number five. A worthless thing, number six, and the deceit of their heart, number seven. What more do you need? That's the standard that you can test them by. Hmm. Who has sent them? In whose name do they come? Because they don't come in God's name. He didn't send them. He says they didn't even know them. And they prophesy to you a false vision. That everything is going to be fine. Buy this. Do this. Go here. Do that. Really? These people that Jeremiah is talking about, they are unrepentant. They're prideful. And then they want to make demands on God. Look at the the demands that they put on God. Let's look at verse 7. They say, O oh Lord, though our iniquities testify against us, do it for your name's sake. For our backsliding are many. We have sinned against you. Now, they admit that they have sinned against him. They admit that they backslided. But they say, Bring this water, stop this drought, for your name's sake. God doesn't have any fellowship with backsliders. What fellowship does he have with them? Unless they want to repent. But unrepenting backsliders, no, he has no fellowship with them. And look how they try to manipulate and say, do it for your name's sake. And they already admit that their sins do what? They testify against them. They're guilty on arrival. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? And that's what a lot of these false prophets do. They go in worship environments and they peddle their wares. They peddle their visions that nobody is in agreement with. Sometimes they're not even agreement with them. They're like, well, you know, we just hope, we just think You don't have to hope and think about the word of God. It's very clear. We're waiting for something to happen. It's moving in the spirit. We're waiting for something radical to happen. Yeah, they're waiting for a radical donation. They're selling these things. You know, they would sell you sunshine if you would buy it. And God is the one that gave us the gift of the sun so that we can see how things grow, so we can see seasons. It's just his gift to us. Yet there are people who are perpetuating things that we have to buy. Buy what? You didn't create anything. He is the creator. So what exactly are you selling? It's your ears, people. Wandering. Going from place to place. Event to event. Speaker to speaker. Oh, that was a good one today. But it doesn't line up with God at all. We're talking about false prophets today. So let's look at verse 8. Oh, the hope of Israel, his Savior, in time of trouble, why should you be like a stranger in the land and like a traveler who turns aside to tarry for a night? Let's look at that. It says, Oh, the hope of Israel, his Savior, in the time of trouble, Why should you be like a stranger in the land and like a traveler who turns aside to tarry for a night? It's just... It's just fascinating to see how these people so soon forget that God... Will not be mocked. How they soon forget that what a man sows is what a man reaps. False prophets. If they're not of God. Then their father is Satan. And he's the father of lies. He's the author of confusion. He's been a murderer since the beginning. He comes to steal, kill and destroy. He walks the earth to and fro to look to see whom he can devour. He's the one that wanted to sift like wheat. Can you imagine sifting a person's very soul like wheat? They are only in it for themselves. They just try to stand a little close to be able to get to God's people. But these people right here, they're not God's people. They don't stand for holiness. They don't stand for obedience. They just want water. You know, the people, they just want things. They want things of God. They want things all the time. They want, 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 want. It never stops. But God is making a distinction in these verses that we've read. You will not be able to hide in his kingdom. You will not be able to cover yourself with a form of godliness. God is not standing for it. And these people do not associate the drought with the false prophet and following the false prophet and not following God. See, sometimes people don't understand why things are happening in their life. Does it line up with God? You know, we have to look at leadership all over. They want to know why things are happening in certain areas. This is your message. It has nothing to do with God. God is the one that sets up leaders, right? So there are leaders who got there and they don't follow God. They don't adhere to him. It's all about themselves. It's self-serving. They get in the leadership position to to enrich themselves. They don't care anything about the people. The people that that's just you know they're in a way they they they're inconvenienced. It's an inconvenience to me. Do whatever. They don't care. Prideful. Just lie for no reason. Living recklessly. And don't care. Have no shame. Enjoy causing people misery. It's a sport. Oh, but they think they're rich and high rolling because they think their position. Inoculates them from God. It's like, there's nobody that's going to take me down. I'm untouchable. How foolish is it to think like that? You think you can do things by yourself without any regard or reference to God? We can't even breathe men and women of God Without God, there's we can't even move without Him. Don't let these false prophets trick you and bewitch you and to fool you. You think God cares about things? What possibly could a false prophet give God? Don't be impressed with somebody's things. Because things do not impress God. Matter of fact, he has no association with them. But they keep calling his name. They keep calling his name like they have some type of relationship with him. Like they know him. He doesn't know them. He has no fellowship with them. They're good actors at best. You ought to check them out. And ask yourself, why do you believe that you can just do anything you want in the kingdom of God and there will be no consequences? God is not like that. He's very clear in his instructions. He speaks things into existence. And when he says something is going to happen, it happens. Look at them. Look at the false prophets through the ages. What happened to them? What always happens to them? Self-destruction. That that they spoke over other people end up happening to them. And the people that were following them, they had no protection. Because they made a choice to follow them. Nobody forced them to follow them. They followed them on their own. They listened to the word of God. They listened to the false prophet. They listened to the word of God. They listened to the false prophet. Oh, I like what the false prophet is saying. I'm going to go with them. Didn't work out. How's that working out for you? (laughs) You think a false prophet has any competition? What God's word? They are devoured by the word. That's why they don't speak it. They talk about their stuff. Always talking about what they got. What they're building. What they're amassing. It's always about them. They can't even speak the word of God. Because it would consume them like holy fire. It would burn through them. Because their lies are devoid of truth. It's always sensual. And I don't mean sexual. I mean sensual, lolling people. It appeals to their senses. That's what sensual means. It appeals to their senses. It's always something natural. Oh, it looks good. It smells good. It feels good. It sounds good. It tastes good. To keep them addicted and afflicted and to keep them weak. And see, it said the whole place mourned as a death had come over them mourning, weeping, crying. It's a soul sadness. And the cries had gone up from Jerusalem. You know, gone up. I've been to the Holy Land. It's a marvelous place. I really encourage you to go. And to see it for yourself. The way it's laid out. This is God's holy city. It says the cries go up from that. Can you imagine? Everywhere. Every corner. Every inch, crying, mourning, no water, none. A natural drought and a divine drought. See, spiritual wickedness will cause... The living water to cease, and it brings about judgment as opposed to healing and correction. They sent out looking for water, whales. Were dry. There was no water in the wells. It caused the people to be ashamed and to cover their heads. It talked about the ground being parched. We live in a desert, so you can imagine it gets hot here. And just imagine on a hot day. You cannot find any water. How your throat would hurt to the point where your mouth can experience dryness and even your lips can be affected. My God. And no rain. No rain. Rain comes from above. No rain. And those who worked the ground were ashamed because they could not care for that that they've always cared for. And it was nothing that they could do. Nothing. The animals even left. Because there was nothing to eat. The water did not come. The grass could not grow. And they left. The wild donkeys stood in desolate heights. Where they would look and to try to find something. And they sniffed. They say they sniffed at the wind. You know why they sniffed at the wind? Because they were trying to smell moisture. They went onto to a higher elevation. Hoping to find it. They didn't. And they didn't make it. Then we talked about verse 7. When they try to push their entitlement and desires onto God and say, do it because of your namesake. Just do it. And we look at verse 9. It says, Why should you be like a man astonished, like a mighty one who cannot save? Yet you, O Lord, are in our midst, and we are called by your name. Do not leave us. Here you are again. Do it, God. Just do it. We're associated with you. God is not associated with that behavior. That prideful rebellion. No. You you, you got to understand. God will have nothing to do with nothing He didn't send. Why 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 would He be beholding to false prophets? What fellowship does he have with them? They don't speak for him. God sends what we need. He provides what we need. His name is Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Why would he be providing a false prophet, men and women of God? Why? No. No false prophets call themselves because they want to feed off of the things of God and devour them their appetites are insatiable their desires are endless they want the best they want the best they want people who are naturally loving giving, kind, welcoming, well-behaved, obedient. yeah. That's where they want to get their pickings from. And then they come with the false vision. divination. Working spirits, conjuring up things. Having fellowship with dead things. Rituals. Oh, it's a show, men and women of God. It's all about the show with the false prophet. They're always about the big show. And then want to say, well, God told me. <laughs> no, that would be wrong. That would be false. You have to ask yourself, why am I attracted to a false prophet? Why isn't that I'm not patient and trusting God? Why is it that I believe I got to have it right here and right now? At what cost do you have to have it? And why would you want anything that God did not ordain, sanction, or bless? Why would you want man math when you can have divine math? From everlasting to everlasting. And why is somebody asking you to spend money on something that is already yours? You already have an inheritance. Why are you buying it three, four, five, six, seven, eight times? You don't have to buy your inheritance. You have one. Your salvation is not for sale. Who could sell it to you? Our Lord and Savior is not selling anything to you. He gave it to you. His grace and mercy endures forever. He did the work. Why do you have to buy it? Tell him to get a job. It doesn't line up in Scripture. They'll sell your prophecy for the whole year for $14.99. That's $1,499. It doesn't line up in Scripture. The full revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ has been revealed. God's plan has been revealed to you from Genesis to Revelation. Why do you have to buy it for $1,499? The Holy Spirit indwells in you when you have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. God speaks to you constantly constantly what is it that you're trying to buy because if they get you to buy that thing they're going to get you to buy another thing and they're going to keep getting you to buy sadness happens to everyone at one time in our lives death comes for everybody nobody's immune to that grieving will happen but when we look in the book of ecclesiastes it talked about seasons We have each other to hold each other up. We gotta understand that. There will be times in our life that will be challenging. But the apostle Paul encourages us to be thankful in any condition that we find ourselves. You know why? Because it could be a lot worse. And this is a lot worse. These false prophets, they are a lot worse. Because they are not sanctioned by God. They do not have the protection of God. God does not know them. It's all bad, people. You got to move away from that. His judgment will come down on them like a sludge hammer. The hammer of God will come down on them. You don't want to be anywhere near that. And see, people are buying things and selling things. Everything's for sale in this realm. That's how you know it's kingdom because it can't be bought. And why do you want to be so big that you want to look like the world? God will elevate you in due time and due season. God doesn't guide where he doesn't provide. And everything that's being offered to you is not necessarily from God. Be careful. Some things are just pure de-bondage. And it has come to devour you. It has come to take you from your destiny and to delay you, encapsulate you, and not in a good way. Be careful what you desire. And how is it going to bring glory to God? God created us to have fellowship with him. So this thing that you are desiring, is it something that's going to cause you to have more fellowship with God or take you away from God? And are you so concerned about what people think and what people say? And who are these people anyway? They could be godless people. These people that he called them a this people. He didn't say my people. He called them a this people. And he says, I do not accept them. It's terrible. It's just Terrible to hear that God said he will not accept them because of their behavior. And their stance against him. You run around here following these false prophets that he has no connection to. Then you are against God. That's it, people. Are you following something that God has not sent, God has not authorized, God has not sanctioned, God has not chosen? God doesn't even know? You are coming against the kingdom of God. You will not prevail. Now, you're not going to hear anything like this from the false prophets. They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know God's standard for holiness. Everything is everything. They're pretty much telling you to listen to yourselves. And God says in his word clearly, do not take ungodly counsel. So, I think we need to read Verse 15 and 16 again. Verse 15. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the prophets who prophesy in my name who I did not sin and who say sword and famine shall not be in the land. By sword and famine, those prophets shall be consumed. 16. And the people to whom they prophesy shall be cast out in the streets of Jerusalem because of the famine and the sword. They will have no one to bury them, nor their wives, their sons, nor their daughters, for I will pour their wickedness on them. Can you imagine this scene here? That those very things that these false prophets say will not happen. It's going to happen to them. And not only is it going to happen to them. It's going to happen to the people. And it's going to be so devastating. And all consuming. That there will be no one left to bury them. My God. See, they're praying for rain. They're praying for the drought to stop. But God refuses to answer their prayers. And he sends his prophet to tell them that. Jeremiah is God's prophet. God's prophet is telling them the truth. He's letting them know. See, God will always let you know. The false prophets, they don't want you to know because it's all about them. This drought was judgment. And it was devastating because it came in sequences. Talked about. What was going on with not being able to find water? Then it talked about workers not being able to work the ground. Then it talked about the animals not being able to subsist with the ground. And then it talked about the wild donkeys on different areas. And, it, you know, the desolate areas, the the, the places that, you know, most people weren't living in. Talked about those places. And then it talked about the people demanding that God do something for them. Because do it for your namesake. God is not obligated to do anything that somebody tries to command him to do. Especially those who are wanderers away from him and love to wander. And are quick to wander. And looking for every false prophet they can find. Because they want to be like those so-called people. They find them sensual. And like I said, not sexual, just appealing to the senses. They love it. And have no love for the things of God. And he talked about, he rejects them. He will not hear their prayers. And tells his prophet Jeremiah... (coughs) Stop praying for him. Can you imagine that God would tell the man or woman of God to stop praying for people? He will not accept their offerings. Man, that's devastating. Men and women of God, God has spoken concerning false prophets today. I really encourage you. To read Jeremiah 14, we're starting a series about false prophets. And we talked about droughts. And the reason why the drought came is because the people were listening to the false prophets instead of to God. And their prayers were not answered. And oh, how the people suffered. And that the false prophet would surely see his doom and his demise by going against God's word. We love you. God bless you. And save the lost at all costs. Las Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 100.1 FM. Also, you can listen to KKVV Christian Talk Radio anytime via your cell phone. Please dial 605 313 0630. Again, that number is 605 313 0630. That number only works in the United States. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website www.savethelosslv.org If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at ww.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation donation. Address it to Save the Lost at all cost Inc. P.O. Box number 335852 North Las Vegas 89033. Again our P.O. Box number is 335852 North Las Vegas 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at all cost Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882 again 702-219-6882 we would like to thank you again remember to remain in christ stay prayed up tune in and don't forget to save the lost at all costs no matter what